Welcome to a new season of Beyond Bulbasaur. I'm Kendall Hallman. I'm going to do this season as a solo act in honor of so much solo Pokemon playing I've been doing over the past months and years. Krabby is one of a number of mid-tier water types from Gen 1. It's funny how 150 sounds like so many Pokemon, but when you play Gen 1 a number of times, so many aren't worth a spot on the team. Uh, Pokemon like Krabby or Kingler once it's evolved, Poliwrath, Tentacruel, and Cloyster are great because they fill that spot of the water type on the team and can hold their own all the way through the Elite Four. Of course, Krabby was Ash's seventh Pokemon in the anime, teaching viewers that there's a limit of six Pokemon that a trainer can have at a time. Uh, even though I'm scripting this out, I'm going to see off the top of my head if I can name Ash's whole team at the time he catches Krabby. So he had Pikachu, Squirtle, Bulbasaur, um, Charmander, or whatever level he's at at this point. Pidgeotto and Butterfree. Yep, according to Bulbapedia in, in the episode Mystery at the Lighthouse, Misty gives Ash a hard time because he didn't actually catch any of his Pokemon. But that's not technically true. Uh, even though uh, Bulbasaur and Squirtle and Charmander just like came with him because they were his friends, he did catch uh, Caterpie and Pidgey. Krabby doesn't appear again until the Indigo League. Uh, if you haven't revisited the Indigo League episodes of the Pokemon anime recently, they're pretty good. Uh, personally, I think it's a really interesting choice to have Ash lose the title. Uh, he ends up being in the top 16. Uh, in general, having Ash be a mediocre trainer is unique compared to what a lot of kids shows would do. Unfortunately, the anime as a whole isn't really something I can recommend, especially to those who don't have nostalgia-colored glasses. One reason I decided to cover Krabby today is the fact that he was the Pokemon of the day on my calendar for Christmas. Uh, I'm pretty sure they got most of the holidays right, like Pumpkaboo on Halloween, Love Disc on Valentine's Day. Love Disc is the name of the Pokemon, right? I hope I got that right. If not, I'll cut this out. Uh, but why on earth would they choose Krabby for Christmas? I don't know. Maybe because everybody's in a bad mood on Christmas. Uh, but I, I do like Krabby's design. Uh, he's just a cartoon crab, but sometimes that's all you need. And uh, the name is obvious, but nothing wrong there. He's he's cute enough. Uh, I could also see him, or especially Kingler, used by bad guys. Uh, which is always good versatility there. Uh, easiest way to catch Krabby in Gen 1 is with a Super Rod all over the place. Uh, I always thought it was weird when you get a Super Rod before the Good Rod, since the Super Rod is, of course, supposed to be better. Um, I think it catches like slightly higher level Pokemon, but they each have their own uh, unique Pokemon that they can catch. Uh, I know that part of the game is open. Maybe you get to Fuchsia City another way, but I, I definitely always end up with the Super Rod first. So that's about all I have to say about uh, Krabby. Uh, if I have, if I had people on the episode with me, we'd probably argue about Professor Oak uh, boiling Krabby and whether people eat Pokemon in the Pokemon world and whatnot. But I'm not really feeling that right now. So I hope you guys like these little bite-sized episodes. I'm going to try and get them out with some regularity. Uh, I haven't decided if I'm going to do MS Paint images for each Pokemon, but we'll see you next time.